English Across the Pond. Hello, 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 and welcome back, or welcome to English Across the Pond. You are listening to an English learning podcast, and it's called English Across the Pond. Why? Because you have English from both sides of the pond, from both sides of the ocean, American English and British English. How's that? Well, there's two hosts of this episode. My name is Jennifer. I am one of your hosts, and I am from the United States. And I am in a country where it's currently raining. Yes, that's right. (laughs) I'm from England, and my name is Dan. Hi. Hello! We are so excited to have you joining us this week with this podcast. If this is your first time, you're listening to episode 230. So there's 230 episodes that you can listen to, all with different topics. Can you believe it? 230 episodes and we have not run out of a topic (laughs) yet. Not yet. Not yet. We teach you vocabulary expressions, phrasal verbs, all related to helpful, useful topics in English. We like to think of this podcast as you joining a conversation with us. So you get to hear how native speakers communicate, how we ask questions. You can listen to our pronunciation, the intonation in our voice as we speak. There's so much you can get out of this episode. And the best part is it's free. Every Friday we have this episode. But it doesn't stop there. We have a membership, my friends. Membership with this podcast gets you extra resources. Learning materials. We have lots of them. Transcripts. Vocabulary lists with definitions vocabulary practice on Quizlet. We have speaking tasks that you actually practice speaking and you get feedback. We have writing that you get feedback. So everything you need to practice your fluency and improve your fluency, we've got it. Mm -hmm. Check out our membership. We've got a couple of different options, silver, gold, platinum. It depends on what you need, but I guarantee We've got it. So check out our website, EnglishAcrossThePond.com, and join us. Dan, Yo. We're talking about the kitchen today. Yeah, we are. are how you do you how do you say it? Just kitchen, or do you say it strangely? Kitchen. Yeah, good. Okay, okay, carry on. Oh yeah. The I don't know. How would I say it strangely? What What do you think it would be? Kitchen. Or, you know, I don't know, some strange American kit, kitchen, you know. Like kitchen. Good. Yeah, but the strange thing, it's a bit like women, isn't it? That even though it's K-I-T-C-H-E, it's not kitchen, it's like kitchen. Kitchen. Not to be not confused, to be confused with, with chicken. kitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about chicken. Well, we might be. We might be. No, we're not. Um... What is the kitchen, Dan? Well, <clears throat> the kitchen, Jennifer, 
is the room or space in your house, dwelling, abode, apartment, villa, chateau, palace, castle, where you prepare, where you store and prepare your food. Is Mm. Is that good? Is that right? That was a very tip top definition. Yeah, go make. I tip my hat to you. Good, thanks. Um, are you comfortable? Well, actually, I want to know about your kitchen first. How is your kitchen? Is it big? Is it small? Is it closed? Is it open? Mm, well, recently, the house kind of next to us was put on the market. And so we Ooh. could look on the internet and see how their house compares to our house. First of all... I love doing that. Yeah, yeah first of all, <laughs> it's very nice. They've got like wooden giraffes and tigers, like an animal theme through the house, which was very nice. Wow. She's quite a quiet lady. I hope she's not listening in. Hello! I hope she's not listening. And um, they have got a bigger kitchen because we have a second like downstairs toilet, which takes up some of our kitchen space. We had no idea that they didn't have this second loo. Uh, mm. But our kitchen is kind of pretty square um, with two sides. Yeah, two sides of the square is kind of the sink and the washing machine and the cooker and the cupboards and all that. And then there's on the other side is the tall fridge freezer. Um, yeah, it's fairly, I would say... <clears throat> fairly standard it hasn't got anything fancy like an island in the middle or anything like that it's just a kind of if you went in the kitchen in my kitchen you wouldn't go Woo! you'd just go all right this is the kitchen typical run-of-the-mill type of kitchen huh yeah average yeah, okay. how's, how's your is your because your better half your hubby is a chef so you must have a fancy schmancy kitchen (laughs) maybe not no Mm. maybe if we owned our home or we had the ability to renovate or change you know maybe Mm -hmm. maybe we could have something different but Mm. We have a, a nice, comfortable little condo. It's a pretty tight kitchen. Mm. Um, kind of open-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, we have um, like a bar window. Not an actual bar, but like a bar window that looks into the living room. Oh. But it's kind of one big, long... Not long, really, but one kind of rectangular space and there's a stove on one side opposite is the fridge and the sink and then some counter space and then an open area for our table oh nice okay so you do you eat in there we eat in the quote dining room but our dining room is basically our kitchen it's the same open Uh. space yeah, yeah, got you. Do you guys have a separate dining room? No, we don't. And I actually like, I always, I've always, since I was a little kid, I've always sat on the floor. I, I'm always sitting on the floor. I don't really like sitting on chairs too much. I don't mind if I'm lying down, I'll lie down on the couch, sofa. Cute. But um, 
yeah so no i don't really want to have it i don't i like to sit kind of eat at a coffee table you know sit on the floor cross my legs and have my food kind of on the coffee table that's how i'm most comfortable but Mm -hmm. the other two people well you maybe include the cat the other three ladies who live in this house all would like a dining room table and to sit around all civilized and stuff the only reason we haven't got that is because it's not my bag Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you comfortable in the kitchen? Yeah. Are you comfortable cooking in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I am. Because I'll tell you what. I mean, one, I was a kind of latchkey kid. Um, I let myself. What's that? Well, when you come home, the door is on the latch. The door is on the latch means it's um, you put the key in and you have you basically. It's a bit complicated. I won't go into all the details, but there's a latch key and it means that when you go to school in the morning, you take the key with you and when you come home, you let yourself in and you're the only one in the house. So I was a kind of like key kid, latch key kid, as we call it here in the UK. And um, so, you know, I was getting snacks and things and little things like beans on toast or making my mum a drink for when she came in. So various like that made me kind of not afraid of the kitchen. I was always washing up, you know, from, you know, we were expected as kids to, like, do our bit. So, hoovering and dusting and washing and cleaning. But then, um, when I was at uni, I worked in an Italian restaurant for a couple of years. What did you do in that restaurant? Uh, Oh, well, that's a good whistle. Yeah, thanks. That was with my actual, with my fingers. Um... What I did was I started like washing pots, but by the end I was like I was on the stoves, you know, cooking, you know, with frying pans, cooking up, cooking up dinner. Oh wow! Good yeah. for you. So and so I f- in your current yeah. household, I'm yeah. sorry, are you the one that's mostly in the kitchen? Mm, I would say fifty-fifty, really, because my wife does. Oh, and amazing, amazing, like Thai curries and, you know, spicy oh. food, Tom Yams, green curry, red curry, uh, Japanese curries as well we really like. Oh, um, delicious. But also, just recently, I've bought like a couple of cookbooks and me and my daughter have been making more vegan stuff uh, together, <laughs> trying to be a little healthier with our ingredients. My daughter is 13 and she's like, I think... Even though I don't really like this kind of rubbish food, I think I should be eating more fruit and vegetables because I know that it's going to, you know, um, impact my concentration or my, you know, my um, wow. cholesterol. Wow, wise or beyond her years. Yeah, much wiser than me. So um, I was like, okay. Then so she came and said, I think I should eat more vegetables and, you know, try to train myself to like them. So I was like, okay, we'll try and find some good recipes and see if we can get a little bit healthier. So we do still have our nights of kind of like fake chicken nuggets, you know, like vegan nuggets. We still have like, we like curly fries, you know, just everything just yeah. frying in the oven. But we do also try to counterbalance that with some fresh produce. <laughs> mm. You're such a great dad. One one only can do one's best. Um, yes. Wait, I'm curious about the cookbooks. Yeah. Maybe I know them. Deliciously Ella. Nope. She is a phenomenon in the UK, deliciously, mm. Ella. 
E-L-L-A, deliciously Ella. She must be on her way to her first million. Um, yeah, vegan. Uh, she, I think, wow. the fastest selling cookbook on Amazon in 2019 or something like that. You know, some crazy. Wow. And also, uh, Bosch. Bosch cookbook. We like the Bosch boys. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know that one either. Deliciously be- Ella. She yeah, she's first on the Google list. Yeah, she's very, very pretty young lady with a nice husband. And she, I think she's pregnant with her second kid now. And she has a whole lifestyle sort of thing going on, you know, on the internet. Instead of just cooking, um, her stuff is in all the supermarkets. And, you know, she's, yeah. She's, nice. She's doing well for herself, let's say. Awesome. So she feels at home in the kitchen, I bet. I should say so. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What's, have you got like a favorite kind of like gadget or something? You know, like there's something when you pull the drawer open, and you think, oh, I can use this. You know, the thing like a, a spaghetti scooper or like, a, is there something that you like using? Or it could be the coffee machine or what's your favorite thing mm. in the kitchen apart from your husband? Ha. <laughs> um... I really we use our blender a lot. Oh yeah, Nutribullet. Our juicer. Oh yeah. We have a ninja. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, we've got something That's like that. Our, that was our wedding present oh. from his aunt, and it's still yeah. going yeah. strong. Yeah, nice. It's nice because it has a regular blender. It has a food processor attachment. Oh yeah. It has like a single use cup. We use. A cool. lot to make smoothies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the juicer. Mm, 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 I love that one as well. Yeah. Uh, is it a, a whizzy? I... Sorry, is it a whizzy juicer? Does it spin centrifugal? Does it whiz? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you go, yeah, yeah, us too. Yeah. My husband and I, maybe it's the chef and my husband, we don't really do a lot of like... Um, we don't have like the little gadgets, like the garlic peelers and the, oh, yeah. all the things that make life in the kitchen easier. Oh, yeah. We don't really have them. Oh. Just because it's like, I think he thinks it's silly, but I am so out of place in the kitchen, like compared to him as well, where he can dice up an onion, yeah. celery, carrots for the base of the food yeah you can like do a whole onion all that in like five minutes or something i kid you not it will take me like 30 minutes later and i'm still like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh i almost cut my finger off you know yeah yeah so yes we do have an apple corer or like an apple slicer those are i i do like that one is it something that you push down yes have you got big enough muscles to do that? Oh, hello. We shared our biceps on our strength episode. Yeah, I know. yeah. Whoa, kiss well, the guns. Some well, of us did. I don't remember <laughs> seeing yours. Yeah, I tried. I couldn't get a wide enough angle lens. Oh, to fit it all in, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I think, I think that's my favorite one in the kitchen. What about you? Do you have a... a uh, favorite gadget? Well, this sounds kind of weird, more like this. Well, this just is weird. I think I really, <laughs> I really like wooden spoons. <laughs> I like. What? A, 
you know, a wooden spoon just okay, to stir stuff. No, no, yeah. just to stir stuff with. I think it's nice. I mean, if you contrast it, you know, if you're in a frying, using the frying pan or the saucepan and you put a, a oh, the noise it makes if you put something else metal in there. You know, if you have a saucepan yeah. and you, oh, that noise of scraping the spoon around. But what I really like, we have the thing that's like, you know, a garlic crusher. So it all comes out in little bits. Yes. I like that. And uh, yeah. So um, if, if, dear listeners, um, if you're wondering what to get me for Christmas, then please send me either a wooden spoon or a garlic crusher. But we, we have... How many garlic, how many garlic crushers do you need though? You can't have too many. Real? Okay. Not in COVID, not in COVID times. No, you're absolutely correct. But we don't have like all fancy, ga- you know, we haven't got like an avocado slicer or anything like that. We've got like the the basic bits and bobs, really. But um, we've got what we need, Jennifer. We're all right. We're doing okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Avocados. Mm, I love avocados. Yeah, me too. Who does the dishes? Invariably. And the cleanup. Invariably, me. Why? Um. I don't really mind doing the dishes. Like, um, Amy, if Amy cooks, you know, when she's only 13 and she does cook quite a lot and increasingly, like, she cooks the whole thing and it's sort of, you know, I, I feel a bit bad saying you've <laughs> you've got to wash up as well and I don't mind washing up so long as the water's nice and hot and it's nice and soapy and clean. I'll change the water rather than soldier on. So I like hot, clean, bubbly water and then I'll wash, I'll wash up. Dear listeners, if you want me to wash up, just send me an email. I'll do it. I don't mind. Listen, ah. listen to some music. Maybe the, you know. maybe the times are changing and it's it's becoming a man's job. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. I've always Just done it. Just kidding. When I was a kid, right? I ha- my, oh, go on, sorry, my parents said, um, oh, if you wash up, we'll give you like a fiver. On a Sunday. And Sunday was massive. We got like this special cutlery box out and all these special lardy dar plates that were like Victorian or something. And my granddad would come and there'd be like eight people and we'd all sit around. All, wow. Well, I don't like that sort of thing, really. Like, I don't like fancy dinners. But anyway, there was a lot I could say a rude word, but I'll just say there was a lot of washing up. And um, I used to get a fiver for doing the whole lot, and I'd spend that on music, on, you know, um, LPs, albums. So, um, yeah, it used to take me like a, God knows, like an hour and a half or something. But so, wow. lo- so long as you keep changing the water, it's all good. Ah, uh, so that's how you do the dishes. You fill up a sink and wash them that way. Yeah, and also, like, plates, glasses first when the water's cleanest, then plates when the water's still clean, then cutlery, and then you move on later to your saucepans and frying pans and things when the water's already semi-dirty. Oh, yeah, there's a system. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. The hubs does the dishes in this household as well. He cooks and cleans. Mm -hmm. Why does everybody always assume he cooks? Because he's a chef. Because he's a chef. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's like you're you're a teacher. Are you teaching home at home all day? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. joking. No, I'm joking. No, Touché. no, no, I'm not. Um. So we, the kitchen is my husband's area. Mm-hmm. Period. That's yeah. it's his place. Yeah. He does everything there, but I do a lot of cooking. I cooked dinner last night. I made veggie lasagna last night. Ooh. Um, 
so depending on the work his work schedule he'll he'll often do lunch and i often do dinner oh yeah and breakfast is just kind of like whatever free for all uh-huh mm. but so i sometimes cook but otherwise the kitchen is his his domain like laundry laundry is mine like he de- doesn't really do too much of the laundry i do most of the laundry i do most of the bathrooms like I clean the bathrooms. You know what I mean? So we kind of have like designated areas. That's how we do it in our household. And is it... Keeps things equal. But if you started changing where everything is in the kitchen or if if your lovely husband started changing where everything is in the bathroom, would that annoy the other person? I don't... uh, I don't think so. There's not really many places to move it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can't know. really imagine that question because, like, it w- I wouldn't want to move it for myself either. But yeah, yeah. when we when we move in, before we're, like, comfortable with where things are, mm. I'm the one that actually is organizing and setting everything up, which is kind of surprising because it is his area. But I'll gotcha. ask him, like, oh, hey, I'm going to put, you know, the knives here. Is that cool? Mm. And but I have actually rearranged some things and I didn't ask, so Oh naughty. Playing <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Playing with fire. I know. I have one more question. What yeah. what one thing would take your kitchen up to the le- next level? What's it missing? What you know, if you could have add one thing into it, what would it be? Counter space. What sorry? Having more having more uh, counter space. Counter ask, space. Ask me. Dan, if you could take your kitchen up one level, mm. what would you add, need, or do? Counter space. <laughs> really? Yeah, the same, yeah. Just just an extra uh, bit. There's, there's never enough. <laughs> no. No, I know. So, I, I mean, it really annoys me. I have to create space. I can't... I am kind of a bit OCD about space and about clutter, you know, mess, crap all over the place. So... Like we have these desserts, we have these desserts. They're called goo. Do you know goo? G with Ew. a U, and there's like two dots above the U. Do you know goo? No. Boom! They do really, really good desserts, but they come in a glass pot. They come in a glass pot, and um, we've got about three hundred of us. <laughs> and it's why are we keeping all the? Well, you never know. We might need them. Well, we haven't needed them oh, for like. I love keeping. We haven't needed them for nine years, and we've now got eight eighteen hundred of them. Yeah, like we could open up. No, you might. Yeah, might want to build a house with them. Planters. (laughs) (laughs) So we we need more space, and also though we could make better use of the space that we've got. When I say we, wait, do you need? (laughs) Yeah, but do you need counter space or do you need cabinet space? No counter. Surface, you know, a de- oh, okay. like a tabletop space, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, cupboards are okay. Okay. Whew. Let's end the episode by imagining we're sitting in the most perfect kitchen. It could be ours. It could be something else. Mm. We're sitting in the most perfect kitchen and we're eating our favorite meal in this beautiful space. What are we eating? Well, because we mentioned it early, earlier, uh, I'll go for avocado on toast. Of all of the things you could be eating in the in this perfect kitchen, you're eating avocados on toast. Yes, ma'am. Now I know what to make you for supper. For tea, yeah. For tea. 
What about what about you? What you what you munching on? Oh, I would desire a big old arrangement of cakes, vegan sushi. Oh, nice! Yeah, good, good, good call. People are like vegan sushi. What's that? Mm. Vegetables. Yeah, it's nice. Vegetables. Yeah, with a little bit, bit of wasabi, mushroom. Avocado, wasabi, yeah. sesame seeds. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to go into my kitchen and prepare some lunch. Beautiful. I'm not because it's a different time here and we've just had tea. So actually, uh, we're going to have a little bit of cake later. Mm. Yeah. Enjoy, everybody. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. If you, if you joined us today hoping that we were talking about chickens, we're sorry, we'll do that another time. Today was kitchens. And not kittens, we'll do that another time as well. Until the Don't next time. Take a picture. Yeah. Don't forget to take a picture and send us your kitchens. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. All right, let's get into some vocabulary today. How does that sound? We're talking about two expressions from this episode to help you not only understand them better in the context of this episode, for you to better understand this episode and how and why we used these vocabulary words or expressions, but also to expand your knowledge about how you can use these expressions in your own life, in your own everyday English use, whether that's work, home, travel, professionally, etc. The first one is to be wise beyond one's years. In this episode, Dan was talking about his 13-year-old daughter and how she was being mindful of eating more fruits and vegetables because it's going to impact her concentration and her cholesterol or whatever. At 13 years old, she's thinking about her health her cholesterol, sometimes things that adults don't even think about. And I said, wow, wise beyond her years. Wise beyond her years. In our study plan, the vocabulary list had the vocabulary listed in its base form. To be wise beyond one's years. And of course, this means to to show maturity or to show wisdom, knowledge, or even common sense for someone who is young. And so we say that because wise is intelligence, smart, wisdom, right? And it's beyond or further than one's, meaning someone's, Years And of course, you know, we use years to say how old we are. 13 years old, for example. So that's what it means to display or to show wisdom, maturity or common sense beyond or more than someone's young age. A couple of things I want to point out is I used this without the word to be. I just said wise beyond her years, which is okay. It's a little bit more informal because I'm not using the whole subject and verb. I'm using it more like a fixed expression. 
because I have the pronoun her, her in replace of one's years, her years, we know with the context of who we are talking about. Dan just mentioned his daughter, so I said wise beyond her years, referencing the daughter. If you are going to use the full sentence with the subject and the verb to be, make sure the verb to be matches the same as the pronoun used in ones. So for example, in this context, I would say, wow, she is wise beyond her years. Or I would say, you are wise beyond your years. So those subjects, verbs, and pronouns need to match. Remember, in our study plan, we use these base form of the, of the expressions like to be, ones, etc., to show a generalized definition. So anytime in our study plan you see ones with an apostrophe S, you're going to replace it with some pronoun. The next one we are going to talk about is out of place. And in this episode, I said, but I am so out of place in the kitchen. So out of place in the kitchen. So notice the American pronunciation of out of, outa, outa place, out of place, outa place. Out of becomes outa. It would be spelled O-U-T-T-A. However, we never write that academically or professionally. It's just how it looks in spoken English. And then, of course, when two T's come in between two vowel sounds in American English, it is pronounced like a D, outa. And the pronunciation, I'm sorry, the definition of out of place means when things are not in the proper position, when they are not where they are supposed to be. And we can use this literally, like literally something is out of place. It is not in the right place. But in this episode, we used it a little bit more figuratively. I am out of place in the kitchen, meaning I am not where I feel uh, comfortable or where I feel appropriate, where I feel like I should or ought to be. So that's the other definition. When something is not in the appropriate place or in a setting where someone, a person doesn't feel like they're in the right place. And that's where we get the expression out of place, talking about people in different settings. Out of place. So you can use these two expressions, of course, practicing. Who is someone you know wise beyond their years? Where do you feel out of place? Think about the answers to those questions and then say the answers out loud, practicing vocabulary, speaking, and your English use. Hope you enjoyed this language focus and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.